This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi. You are rolling with Jason and John. 929 FM ESPN. Happy Monday, February 19th to you. Uh, John's still on baby duty. I am joined, though, by executive producer Brad Carson on the ones and twos. We're starting the week off together. Uh, I think the plan is for John to return later this week, but take all the time in the world with baby DJ. We're going to hold it down here. Good to Uh, see you, Jason. Good to see you as well, I trust, and hope that you had a a good weekend, Brad. Yeah, it was pretty good. I watched a lot of the All-Star festivities and everything that that. we'll be talking about. Uh, There was something that happened Sunday that I'm sure we'll get to. Well, that's what I was going to say. I hope you had fun and and you're ready to roll up your sleeves and go to work. Yeah, I am. We're certainly going to have to go to work today talking about... What we saw yesterday, Tigers lose 106-79. Penny Hardaway's team got the brakes beaten off of. Yeah, it was rough. Penny Carson afterwards was clearly embarrassed. He he couldn't wait to get off the floor uh, and and shake hands with the uh, SMU coach uh, Rob Lanier. Fast. I mean, that's that's how embarrassing it was. You saw him before time even run out. You know, yeah. walk towards the SMU coach to shake his hand. Uh, and I guess now it's about you know weeding out who's quitting, who hasn't, because. The only way this team makes the NCAA tournament now is by winning the AAC tournament. Looks yep. looks like right now you're going to have to win four games in four days to do that. Um, that's unlikely. Then you've got the NIT question. We'll get to all that, but I'd ask you, even on NIT, why? Mm-hmm. Why? Especially if guys have quit and don't want to be here. You know, yeah, yeah. maybe you're running your young guys out there. We'll, we'll get to that question because it certainly seems like we're getting closer to yeah, Jeff was debating that in the last half hour when mm-hmm. before they got. Oh yeah, off. I mean yeah. it's 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 probably time to consider it because yeah. because the chances of this team, you know, doing something that at this point feels like it would be miraculous, mm. winning the AAC tournament. It does. Again, feel mo- that way. Most of the time, you're talking about three games in three days for a Memphis team. You're not going to be in the top four. It mm-hmm. doesn't appear. I think right now you're tied for sixth. It's like a three way tie. You're essentially seventh because you yeah. lost to North Texas, and so you're likely going to be on that second round. And have to win four in four days, so it's it's tougher than it it's ever been. Yep. And right now, you can't put your finger on any sort of consistency. I guess other than David Jones's effort level, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that. He certainly had some things to say afterwards, just like Penny Hardaway did. It's a it's a it's it's a bad 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 way of things over there right now. And 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 we'll talk about you know sort of what's next. We have to probably take your calls as well. It was Dame Lillard time. It was Dame time. Saw that at All Star Weekend, you talked about it. Steph and Sabrina, I thought, put on a show. They did. I they, thought they I saved it. To be honest with you, in terms have. of All Star Weekend, period, 
because uh, the All-Star game itself last night, man, I was locked in. I, I popped some popcorn because my son said he wanted to watch it. So did Jake. It was trash. It was all absolute slaw. He stopped watching within, you know, first couple of minutes of the first quarter because it was evident. Folks just running to the to the rim, layups, everything else. I, it was so obvious. East just trying to get to 200 points. Yep. And, by, you know, your eyes are bleeding by the number of three-pointers that are going up. Dame clearly wanted that MVP, too, that he, felt he, like. He won, it was his first time as a starter. Yeah. And he clearly wanted that MVP. So the weekend was about him. I thought Steph and Sabrina sort of uh, salvaged what was an otherwise, you know, you know not, not too notable all-star weekend. Uh, again, no, no defense played. Adam Silver's got a lot on his hands in terms of trying to make that thing more of the, an attraction because – uh, it was not last night. It was a brief appearance for our man Vince Williams in the Rising Stars game on Friday. We'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, Benedict Matherin ended up being the stars of, of that Rising Star Challenge. Then they, he and uh, the Indiana team ended up coming back winning the Skills Challenge as I well. So we, that. we saw a lot of Benedict Matherin yeah. over over the week. He made a twenty five thousand dollar bet too on the free throw line. Looked like with Paolo Bancaro, <sighs> and I think he lost that thing. You win twenty five thousand for winning the Skills Challenge. <laughs> my, I'm I honest. It looked like Paolo came up after him and said, "Hey man, I, I'm I'm gonna need that money because yeah. he uh, 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 Benedict had bet him at the line that I could I could win this free throw line, miss those, and then we had two. We'll, we'll touch on this because, frankly, you need to back this up because I'm I'm kind of getting I, I'm I'm getting a little a little tired of it. Mm-hmm. I hope it comes to fruition. Okay. Did you see Josh suggesting on social media that he might do the dunk contest? I for the did right price? see this. I did see this. All I'm right. interested in your thoughts on it. Uh, Grizzlies, of course, are uh, after All Star break here off until Friday, but we did have John Morant tweeting over the weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Maybe maybe Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown yeah, took a good kinda, first yeah. step. That's that's fair. Towards getting the names back, right? Yeah, the, and the, he's the kind all-star of a, back in. He's right and, there on the line. And again, yeah. his performance, I think, too, might have helped with that because, of course, you, you're going to have the John Morant type stuff. Man, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be a ton better than that. It's about the money. Right. If the money's there, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that. And then one thing I didn't hear touched on this morning, or maybe maybe I missed it. I was trying to listen to all of, all of Jeff, but big thing happened over the weekend for local Danny Left Hand to God. <laughs> You turned me on Marlo. to this thing, and it is, he is, we had he's him electric. We on after he won the Dana White yeah. Contender Series and got this shot. Yep. Man, did he put on a show. Put on a show. He, now, he was on the undercard, the preliminary. Yeah. So he wasn't technically part of the pay-per-view event. But to climb in those ranks, you got to put on a show. Our man from Westwood did yes. that. And the way he did it, when you hear the story, when he, you hear what he told Rogan after winning, this is Memphis's own, y'all. We had him in studio, trained by uh, the law school, yeah, the post, great I Brian Hall. I the audio again from loved September. It because I think some people were yeah. picked it up and ran with it. I haven't seen enough of this hitting locally mainstream. I haven't either. Right, right. CA and Daily Memphis. They're not really it talking how, about it. Because I don't think people know yet how nope. good this guy is and how much of a star He's you, got a chance to be to my in, the, in the UFC. I give you and credit so, on this. I give so you we're going to talk about what Danny Barlow did because that was good. Respect. Danny Barlow put on from Memphis yes. this weekend in UFC 298. Uh, before we get to all that, let's let's set up the show. Guess why? 1130 or so, we'll take your calls. We are going to do that. Might as well use the, yeah. the first hour to vent. I'll I'll I'll. I'll Take care of mine first. Get it all out, sort of what I'm thinking (laughs) and where we're at on Tigers. And I want to hear from you guys. Probably, you know, 1130, bottom of the hour, 1140, around that time. Uh, Like I said, I think we all need it. And then at noon, we'll do rundown, uh, take you through the highs and lows of All-Star Weekend, what I thought, what Brad thought at 1 p.m., of course, like we do every Monday. We'll do respect burgers. And then at 125, 
We'll talk to Jason Fitz of Yahoo Sports and Fox Sports Radio uh, around uh, about this weekend's All-Star festivities. What do you do to make it better? The NFL offseason, that's what I'm more interested to talk about now that the Bears are on the clock. They own the draft. What are, what are his Raiders going to do? Yeah. Uh, we see that the Garoppolo era is over. And so, uh, and we haven't talked to Fitzy since the Super Bowl, so we'll do a little bit of that talk. You know what? One of the biggest things of the offseason, set, set Bears and draft aside, they got a lot of work to do. As far as real true contenders, Getting Chris Jones back for KC mm-hmm. seems like if they do that, I mean, I'm with the uh, I'm with most NFL experts that believe now that Chris Jones is the best defensive tackle in football. Yeah, like he's past Aaron Donald. He's that much of a difference maker. He did it again in the Super Bowl, breaking up what could have been a a, a, a touchdown pass. And so, as key as keeping Patrick Mahomes, keeping weapons around him, or at least weapons that are good enough to to make a run. Keeping Chris Jones on that defense that was the really the hero for them all season long, yeah. just as key for the Chiefs as they're going to try to make it a, a a three-peat. And then, like we said, that'll be Jason Fitz. That's today's show. So we got to start, obviously, with the 106-79. Uh, 106 in regulation SMU scored uh, on Memphis yesterday. SMU led the whole way uh, and jumped out 10-point lead. Less than five minutes into it, yep. and it felt just like a carbon copy of what you'd just been through with North Texas. Here's the thing. It just blows my mind. Tiger shot 52% in the first half. <sighs> Do you know how bad you have to be defensively and on the defensive glass to shoot that well in the first half and be down by 22 after 20 minutes. Yes. Bad. Very bad. You have to be awful. Awful. Next level awful. Because you are making shots yeah. at a great clip. Mm-hmm. Uh, that first 20 minutes, it was 26-9 on the glass. SMU was dominating Memphis. And, yes, they certainly had this one circled. You'd beaten them on a quarterly three yeah. last time you'd faced them. Uh, but everybody's had Memphis circled. That's not new, right? That's that's no. That's not new. It was 17-2 in second-chance points. And now Memphis has been getting killed on the glass all year long. This was, a, this was like a, a double homicide. I mean, every, yes, this, was as, this was like a slaughter. <laughs> yeah, in, in a I'm way, not laughing. In I'm, a way I'm, that's going to take us to where, we, to where we're going to eventually land. Yeah. Guys, quit. Yeah. There, there, there was a, I mean, we, we saw it at the end of the game. You know, Penny's playing uh, Joe Cooper, who love him to death, great prospect, walk on over at Memphis because you're just looking for effort mm-hmm. at the end of this game. Back to the numbers, SMU ends up shooting 52 percent in the first half, forty four percent from three, finishes fifty seven percent from the game. Again, it was just like, although a little bit different, UNT where we said the one guy you got stops Jason Edwards, and we said there was no resistance. There was no resistance. They're scoring what fifty eight on you in the first half. I've never seen anything like it in terms of a letting go of the rope defensively. Guys not caring. Guys giving up. Second, third chance points, not getting to the glass. Uh, I will say this, it, and it was strange to watch because it felt like everything else is melting around him, and David Jones is 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 going twelve of twenty two, yeah, four of nine from three, and giving you thirty three points and ten boards. Yep. I, I'll say this, I'll say this because it, 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 it this is not his fault. Um, there were NBA scouts there. And at the end of that game, it just felt like, okay, we're just going to showcase for David here, just try to help him out. Yeah, it's like a day an egg yeah, exhibition, just, right? Well, and, and yeah. to David's to David's point, I mean, he, he said he came here to play, and we'll get to his comments after the game. I think they're pretty telling. But look, 
He's yeah. picked it up on the not just scoring and rebounding. That's been leading you all year long. He's picked it up on the defensive end. He's picked it up from a trying to make a, a be more of a playmaker. He had picked up his effort, you know, prior to yesterday. Yes. So I got no problem with it. But wasn't it weird? It was just like you were watching a team that was just okay with losing. And you know what? If we're going to get anything out of this, let's let David Jones at least impress the scouts. That could come back to haunt you because yeah. you might need David Jones next year. My point was it was just Twilight Zone watching this guy go one-on-five, essentially, with, again, you know, many of your names, as Penny put it, not a part of the game at all. You know, Jaquan Walton, Quinterly. Uh, Jordan Quinterly. Yeah, those are the ones. The rest of them, basically. Um, so Jones, 33 points, 10 boards. Tomlin was the only other Tiger double figure, 17 points, 29 minutes off the bench. Uh, Quinterly, you mentioned him, 9 points, 5 assists, and 3 rebounds, but some... Some awful decision making by him, and it's 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 that Quinterly we said, man, where does when when he plays like this, five turnovers? Did it remember the remember the two lane game in New Orleans? I think it was six there. This is supposed to be the guy that takes you through the wars, man. That that is the steadying hand. This is the one thing about you know, and again, I, I, we we keep comparing it to Kendrick Davis because Quinterly is supposed to be the veteran guard that comes in here and sort of does a Kendrick Davis-like job in terms of steadying things, being the guy that's going to whip the ball around, keep your offense moving. But you'll get you, you'll get a Quinterly that's doing that, and then you'll get a Quinterly that it, it, it's like he's a freshman with right. some of the some of the decisions in terms of uh, 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 trying to set guys up. Right. It's it, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Maybe what Nate Oates, you know, said this off season. It, 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 maybe there's some truth in there. Well, I, don't, I, I shouldn't say maybe at this point because you don't get locked in Javon Quinterly all the time. Now, all those, re- you know, we go into the reasons we don't need to. We, we'll get to that. Sure. You got guys checked in, checked out all, all year long, it feels like. Mm-hmm. But, yes, Quinterly, a big part of the problem when he's throwing the ball around, you know, five of your 19 turnovers. It's supposed to be the guy that's steadying things. You know, that's the one thing with Kendrick. Set aside the points. We're... Memphis wasn't asking Quinterly to do what Kendrick did from a scoring standpoint. Here's one thing from Kendrick. You got it every single game from that dude. You even got when he was hurt. You remember how he played through injury last year and you would get the effort every time? You can't depend on that with Quinterly. It only exacerbates the issue, you know, your chemistry issues. But when when your lead guy, the one you wanted to put it in the hands of and say, man, go run this thing. Hell, you got David Jones on one wing, supposed to have Walton on the other, supposed to be easy. It's been anything but that because he, because of his inconsistency. I do not want to place this, though, at the hands of Quinterly. Again, goes back to who brought him in. Okay, we'll, 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 yep. we'll get there. But Javon Quinterly, obviously not good enough in a, in, a, in a game like this, a game you had to have. And after the game, we'll talk about it. Penny was, so, was super, super, you could see it on his face, frustrated. I mean, you could tell by the way he was walking again before the clock had ticked out, the way he was walking up the floor to go shake the SMU coach hand and get the heck out of there. But if you didn't, if you couldn't tell by his body language, and what's so, real quick, before we get to some of the things he said afterwards, David Jones said afterwards, what was so, what I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around is that clearly Penny, frustrated afterwards, you saw it in the body language walking off the floor. He's clapping and walking off. You know, just trying to get out of there as quickly as possible. But when the game is going, when the game is going, and, and maybe that's just going to be his approach where, it, you know, and, and, and we've, seen, we've seen other coaches, they will undress you and embarrass you public, right? Right there during the game. Cal would do that, okay? And we can go back and forth on whatever. Nobody's saying that Penny should do more. But my point is he's so cool 
while all this is going on, and I guess storing it all up because it doesn't seem to, you know, again, you almost want them to just shake somebody or, or you know what I'm saying? Because you're you're questioning the yes. effort of this team, and it looks like for the, for that time on the court until that end, until he tells you how he's really feeling afterwards, it almost feels like he's okay with it. That's the vibe it gives off. I'd almost be I'd almost be more satisfied, get something more out of it, or feel like man, okay, now now I see he's I see what he's getting at. If you went off, it doesn't have to be on a player, but when you got guys quitting on you, and you look too cool for school, it almost looks like it gives them a pass right there in front of everybody. It was awful. The announcers were talking about the lack of effort, and again, guys, we can go player for player, but he. You're putting Joe Cooper at the end. He, you, you were. What you play? Thirteen guys. Up. Uh, yep. Thirteen. The, you selected them. We could say they're mercenaries. Talk about how the nature of college basketball, how much it's changed. Lament that. Let's not act like Memphis hadn't capitalized off transfers here. Kendrick Davis, the DeAndre Williams. You know what I'm saying? Like you haven't. Had, let's not act like Memphis wasn't 15 and two and number sure. 10 in the country here. These are your guys, and and when it when it got tough. When it got tough, right, we, we saw the signs. Penny was telling us when they won 10 in a row, hey, man, I got some selfishness here. When it got tough, you started losing game. The wheels came off. That goes back to the coach. Ultimately, you have to deliver through that. And so that's why I'm not going to sit up here and go player for player. Jordan didn't give him anything yesterday. Nothing for the time that he was out there. Did he get a rebound? <laughs> it didn't no. Feel like it. No. In 19 minutes. Wow. Jaquan, invisible. You see it on social media. Look like he wants to check out any minute now, mm. if he's not already. Like, uh, but it's not on the players, who yeah they've been paid. Y'all yeah, you'd love to get more heart out of them for the money. You selected them and you cut the check. It goes back to you. And so what we said we we talk about how how Penny's feeling. He feels like we all do. He said it's 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 a BS game, man. It's frustrating. It's very frustrating. I saw these quotes. Uh, well, they're all over social media, but I'm reading from uh, Munz's story over commercialfield.com. When asked what the most frustrating part was, effing losing like this. That's y'all saw the same game we saw, right? This is terrible, man. This is not competing at all. I don't know what's going on, but it's not competing. I just don't understand why it's not competing. Every game we're playing for our life. To make it to the NCAA tournament, that's how I view coming into every game. He, he, you know, it was just after North Texas that he was saying, "Well, this won't. I won't have to. We won't have to worry about them fighting in this game." Right? It was sort of the same thing after the four-game losing streak. We got it now. We're good, right? You you win that one against Wichita State. This is it. It's like Penny keeps hoping and praying that this is the moment. It hadn't been. The, the writing's been on the wall. It's so it's so crazy that when we were comparing this to the Philadelphia Eagles. I was early, you know, a few weeks ago when they were losing four in a row and saying, remember Philadelphia and the signs were there and they were winning close ones, but that became an absolute train wreck. At that time, I said, they're not going to be Philly. There's no way this thing goes off the rails like that. It has. It's the exact same script. You've lost now six of nine. Um, no toughness. That's all I can say. Very, uh, Really embarrassing. That's what he told Wolo. It's been the same guys all year, man. I don't know what it is. We were winning. They were unhappy. We're losing. They're unhappy. We're just trying to fight around a lot of stuff. I also heard a point. Now, it, it, this part, I don't think Munz had quoted, but he uh, certainly had it. I think maybe Parth had it from the Daily Memphian on the video. We're pinning saying it's two teams. Yeah. Uh, there, there's one that fought and had, I guess, Caleb Mills, big part of this. We know Caleb Mills. We said it when he went down. This is going to be a blow. 
defensively. He's guarding your top guy. He's the one guy that we the, the narrative was, whether he asked for it or not, that was the story that was put out there. Put a, He asked to be put on the bench. It had helped. He was your sacrifice guy, okay? You take him out. We said, yes, it's a blow, but we said one they can absorb with this talent. One they should absorb. You cannot use the Caleb Mills excuse. It's a blow. Every team's got injury issue. Hell, North Texas didn't have two starting guards. So don't tell me about two teams. That's when it, that's when I really, you know, that's, you know, I listened to Josh there. I've listened, listened to Tubby at the end. When you start grasping at straws, man. Well, hello there. It's just not a good sign. Now, again, I can understand being at your wit's end. You don't know what the answers are. But throwing the players under the bus when you selected them doesn't get you there. Okay? Uh, remember, the, the, it's crazy. Like, there's, a, there's a, a phase with Penny where he's throwing them under the bus. Then there's a phase where you guys are being too tough. These guys are fighters. Media is being too tough on these guys. Back to throwing them under the bus. In the end, it all circles back around to one man, Penny. He asked for this job. He wanted it. He said he's built for it. Okay? So so my point is we cannot put this at the feet of the players and say, oh, man, for one year you went and got all the wrong guys. and all." No, this is, it. So, this is on Penny. And so, yes, going into next year because as much as I've seen it now on social media, heard Jeff talking about it, even heard it from a couple of callers. Penny's got to step down, got to move on. It ain't happening now. It's not happening now. He just made two NCAA tournaments. Could have made a Sweet 16 last year, if not for a bad call, some bad defense there at the end, a breakdown of chemistry, something that was uncharacteristic of that team. But you're going to – you would give another coach, set aside Penny, you would give another coach a shot next year to fix this. Would the seat be warm? Absolutely. This is Penny Hardaway, program hero. So, of course, you're going to give him – does if he wants it – Another shot to fix this next year. But you tell me, Brad, how much off this team looks like a good nucleus, right, for next year? Because that here's the thing. You want to keep some of it. We just saw when you're replacing 11 guys, transfer it, backs, it can backfire on you, right? We just saw that happen. And so how much of this is the nucleus? How much of this really helps you? Because you'd prefer to just have to go get five, six guys, less than that. What you'd prefer is to have some of these guys be multiple years guys. You keep them. But Jalen Young, if you can pay David Jones a half a million dollars, does that do it for you? That, that Here's the deal. That seat won't be hot, but it'll be warm. Because this is because this is the ultimately where it's at. And, and we are going to take calls, but this is ultimately where it's at. Josh Passner got seven years. Two NCAA tournament wins. You get to the end of this year, it's six. I know we had a COVID year, guys, but it's six years, okay? One tournament win if you don't get it this year. Remember what this year was about, Brad? This year wasn't about making a tournament. Sweet 16 we were talking about. about making a sweet 16 because of what you had invested, yep. how close you had come to next season. And it's crazy how fast it all slipped through. I just penny fingers. It feels like all of our fingers. We were, we were, this team was 15-2, number 10 in the country. We were saying, man, Grizzlies, whew, it's, it's going to be a rough year. Thank goodness for Penny and these Tigers. Look how fast. It was exactly one month ago yesterday that they took that loss to South Florida. They went in number 10, Brad. Yeah, they'd had some close calls. They were up 20 on South Florida in the second half. And in, in the matter of a month, 
you have undone not just what you had done this year and the potential that you had, Brad, to make the run, finally push through, to meet the expectation, right? Go to a Sweet 16, push through. All of that was before you, but now it threatens the future. It threatens the future. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we were trying to talk about a team that never got the benefit of the doubt to a team that doesn't ever deserve the benefit of the doubt at, the at time, this point. At the time, it felt like they deserved it, and they did. I, here, here's what's weird. It, it, because I, I keep asking myself, was that a mirage? We were all looking at the same thing. Did that team uh, uh, basically scalp Virginia? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Tore them I, apart. I watched it. Had a game plan. I saw it. Looked no. fantastic. Yeah. Beat Clemson. Held them off. All kind of heart looked like in that. That, that is the, so, so I get what Penny's trying to say, yeah. that I had a team that was fighting right there, right? And then now I have a team that's not. But, brother, it's the same team. It's all – it, it, we, we can go around and around on, in circles on guys and how disappointed we are, especially when they're getting uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars in NIL. But that's the game now. Yep. You can't hate the game. You go in there and you select the groceries. <laughs> yeah, it's you're pick you're them picking out. them out, right? You're picking them. No, And no, it's yeah. never ideal. Remember, Penny had to adjust and everything else, and guys are coming in, and he wanted them all there in June. He didn't get them until, what, late August, and some of them later than that. You bring in Tomlin, yep. Jordan Brown quits up out of here. But it still all is, is again, yeah. it's, 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 it's what's in your bag, bro. It's what, Coach, Penny. And so, so pointing the finger at the players, as he's done, or pointing the finger at the media, as he's done, is not it, man. That finger's got to come back to you. And so then the question becomes, because I was left asking myself this last night, how much does he want it when he starts getting this bad? Because the difference. I, I, I asked myself that too. Why do, wanna, why, why do you want this? This is why I get to. This is why I get to this point. The yep. difference between Penny and some other coach. Set aside Tubby. Tubby's at the end of his career. Still clearly wanted to coach. Went to high point. Go there. Else. But but let's talk about the difference between Penny and and and, and Josh on, on that tip. Right? Is in terms of what's next. Josh is trying to get that next job and get up out of here. You yes. understand? Yes. Any coach that you get is trying to do that. For for Penny Hardaway, this is this is his blood. And so you ask him, when it gets toxic like this, is it still worth it? Because you're not seeking a career in college basketball like a Josh Pastner right. or something. Or even Cal, who used this as a as a stepping stone to get to Kentucky. You're not seeking that if you're Penny, I don't think. No. Or like we've said, if he was going to do anything else, it'd be maybe NBA. But the point was, his mission was to come back and fix Memphis. Yep. Right? You see what I'm saying? Yes. And so from that standpoint, man. Well, and his resume isn't good enough to balance when, now. When, when it starts to feel like Memphis is turning on you, when your players are quitting on you, but it starts to feel like Memphis is turning on you, and this is the same man who watched his former head coach, Larry Finch, go from program hero who led his team as a player to a national championship game, becomes the coach, pours his heart, his blood, his heart, so, so, tears, everything else into the program. By the end of it, almost vilified, like he couldn't get players, but you saw it turn. You really want to do that? And, and here's the difference again. Josh still working for it. Those guys, other guys still working for it. Penny is a celebrity. He's got millions of dollars. Does he need this? It's the ultimate question. Do you need yes, this? It is do you the do you question. want it that bad? Because when you when you when you took the job, you clearly wanted it. And and I and and we and we co-signed. We said he's the right one. He's gonna bleed blue. He's not gonna leave you. 
And I, we believed it. And I believe it to this day. Like, he wants to be, But is it worth it when it turns like this? Because, as I said about Bill Belichick, and again, this is, I'm not, Penny's going to come back. But you could do more damage to it. You could run it into the ground further. Going into next year, this thing fails. Where's the program at then? Then you could step in away. And having a great life, by the way. I'm not suggesting Penny do that, but that has to be the question for him. When he's again, because look at his answer. He's frustrated as heck. Point media players, they're all letting me everybody's coming at me. We got the perfect plan. Well, if you think that, is this really worth it then? Daddy, why do you want to do that? Because it, it perfect ain't how it goes in college basketball. Never does. And Penny, we thought it Penny has learned that through five, six years. There was a learning curve, yes, but Penny's caught on quick to how it needs to go in college basketball. You just overcompensated, quite frankly, in terms of experience. You added too many of them this year. You lost too many of the the year-to-year guys, and things blew up in your face. But, again, it all circles back to you. I go back to the question, is it is it going to continue to be worth it for him? Because here's the deal. If you don't make it next year, this thing's only going to get uglier. It's already uglier. If you go on uh, uh, message boards, you go on Facebook, either people are calling for his head or whatever else. Is that worth it for you? Is it? I just, I'm asking the question as a human being. That dude had a good life before he came back to coaching basketball. Lester East, volunteer and everything else. Then he came back to save Memphis basketball. And I wanted him. We all wanted him. All thought it was the right thing. Now you're at a point through six years, you're going to have one NCAA tournament win. It's got, it's got a real potential to get way uglier than yeah. it is right now. And here's the deal, Brad. It's even stickier because the man's name's on the building over there. You got a Hall of Fame building that's got Penny's name on it. He's a donor and ambassador. Could get real ugly if you fail next year. I just say, is it worth it? Is it worth it it's a, for it's him? The, I've asked myself this. And, and I, if it were me doing that job and I were Penny, the answer would be no. The reason he's going to come back because I can't see Penny walking away from this, which is an utter failure this year. Yeah. And that being it. Be like that. That's how we go Walking out. off like right, that. Right. That's why I think he, it is going to be a deal just but like But what if said. it got worse, though? I mean, it, that's oh, the challenge. Next year? Yeah. yeah. With where it would be if you don't make another turn. Right. If, if essentially Josh Pastors beat you in seven years in terms of what he's accomplished. Josh made four tournaments. You get to next year, you don't make another tournament. That's two tournaments in seven years and one tournament win? That's it's Josh is better that's less than, than Josh. Yeah. yeah. It's less than Josh. Mm. Now, I'd say Penny's done more. When he brought came back because he was blood, everything else, you fixed the cash problem, everything else. Instant. It, it was like putting those paddles on a chest and... Yeah, you re-energized it, it from it, Tubby. Flat, it had flatlined, and you brought that back. But we're now in year, you know, six, and I just feel like you wonder how fixable is it for Penny and how worth it is it for him. Yeah. And will you have the NIL resources you had this year? I presume Yes. Uh, again, will you have as much? I, my guess is not quite. I, because I, people will start speaking with their pocketbooks. And when you yeah. go to that one uh, 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 donor who helped you get Javon Quinterly, yeah. right, with a nice little donation, and you say, hey, man, no, that one failed, but mm-hmm. I need another because I got my eye on this kid. And, and, and he's a self-starter. We won't have to worry about that. Well, I might, I might not have that 100 this time. Eh? Here's 50. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Again, uh, that I, would be me. But uh, Ultimately, you know. what you have to – what Brad and we, we touched on this a little bit last week. The resources will be there, and particularly when there is hope. Just like, you know, again, what Penny came off of last year, you were so close. What happened this summer when he said, I don't have NIL? He went and they they went and they found it. Right. Right. That will be, but it will run out as you continue to not meet expectations. Mm -hmm. So, same thing, it's happened over and over again. And it happened with Josh where folks start to lose hope. Really never had it 
Tubby really never fully had folks' hope. You, I think we saw, all saw that. But once you lose that hope, man, nobody wants to write those checks. And it's going to get harder and harder. Remember, Penny said, I can't get the players I want because I don't have enough NIL this offseason. That's the game now. So if you have less, and maybe that's what he needs, maybe, maybe that's what he needs, Brad, in the sense that I, I can talk myself in a case that you need more role players who are making less and maybe less stars, guys that come and sure. they're the main guy at their spot. I mean, again, you, you've swung another way and you've missed the formula. Mm-hmm. It's got to swing back. You know, there's got to be something in there in terms of that right balance. But, man, I just, it's frustrating. Yeah, I, it's I, was, I, I, was, I, was, I was embarrassed for the program yesterday. You know, listen yeah. to Penny curse. I was cursing, watching Penny curse. That's yeah. that's how that's how frustrating this is, and particularly when you talk about this wasn't a team that this is a team that was fifteen two number ten in the country, and we weren't all fooling ourselves. They were playing that well. It's right. all happened within within a month's time. So uh, Penny's got to get it fixed. Like I said, I, I ain't talking about this year. This year's a this year like the Grizzlies. It's wash. It's done. It's done. Do I think this team's gonna win four games in four days in the AAC tournament? No. Could they? Sure. I don't think it's going to happen. Can't bank on it. This team can't stop a bread wagon right now. They're giving up. They're giving up. Forget 40s. Now you're giving up 50s. Yep. Damn near 60 and a half. Regulation. Yeah. So forget this year. NIT, I'd turn it down. Even if you get the invite. Who knows? Maybe the wheels come off even more. But uh, 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 the incentive with NIT is getting home games, guys. Home dates. Right? Because yeah, that's, maybe revenue. Some money coming that's in. revenue for you. Who's going to go to these games? Who would be playing in them for Memphis at that point with the guys that are in and sorely uh, feels like they quit right now? Yeah. So my point, though, so how much incentive is there financially for Memphis? That's even if you got a home game with where it's headed now, if you're in the NIT, you're going to probably be on the road, I would think, with where it's headed. So I would turn that down. There's no point in that. That doesn't help build the brand. You do that when you're building up. This would represent symbolically a huge setback. You go to NIT, it's not like North Carolina not doing it next year. Last year, now you're not a blue blood, right? But it, it would represent a crazy step back. The, I, I, I guess I would listen to the case that if you said, you know what, we're cutting all these one-year guys and we're going to do this NIT th- uh, thing, the only reason we're doing it because we don't have home games, we want to get the guys, the young guys out there and see how many, of the, how much of this is our nucleus. Sort of like the Grizzlies have done. That'd be the only... But, yeah, you do a trial run here. Again, that would be a, that would be a decision about next year. Yeah, and since it feels like it's going to be tough to get this thing where you want it next year, with where you're positioned now, maybe maybe that would help you start building on next year if you get a postseason out of this. Start playing the young guys. See if Sharon Font can be a piece of this going forward. The you know Jonathan Pierre's those those guys. We'll see if y'all the same level of frustrated I am. Yeah. Uh, 445-0929, Tigers, three and six in their last nine. After starting the year 15 and two, now seventh in an AAC we said was weak. Seventh in an AAC really that, you know, Penny Hardaway said wasn't really season non-conference is the season. Just got to, right, not lose more than two games in the AAC. Can you believe this? I can't. Can y'all? 901-445-0929. We'll talk to you when we come back. First, let me tell you, you can bet the NBA with a no-sweat same-game parlay from FanDuel every Thursday with TNT Thursdays. Doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or if you've already got an account, you'll get bonus bets back if your same-game parlay doesn't win on any NBA on TNT game. NBA same-game parlay is a perfect way to combine your bets for a chance to score a bigger payday. However you want to play, 
Just head to FanDuel.com slash Smith to bet the NBA with a no-sweat same-game parlay with those TNT Thursdays. Should be fun. That's FanDuel.com slash J-S-M-I-T-H. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA and, of course, partner of 929FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. Minimum three-leg parlay required. Refund issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expire seven days after receipt. Max refund five bucks unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem called Tennessee. Red line 1-800-889-9789. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, Memphis in trouble. Memphis Tiger basketball. We're taking your calls, 901-445-0929-445-0929. Maybe some of y'all can make some sense out of this. For me, uh, yeah, we're venting, but I'm more interested too in answers and 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 how we can push through. So, uh, so I'm used to John usually directing this. We're going to see if I can be as smooth. We go first to Joe in East Memphis. Joe, we got you. Hey, what's going on, Jay? What's up, Joe? Man, I tell you, I, I, you know, I, I feel you. I mean, this whole city is is, is crying out today, but. I blame the NIL. I mean, the time has changed. <clears throat> the generation, these kids, you know, what, you know, it's not like guys like Keith Lee that work their way to the league by having the, you know, the ability. These guys are getting $200,000. I mean, they need to put in a, like a contract, man. If you don't produce, you don't get paid. I so, wish it was I mean, that easy. I wish it was that easy. Two hundred thousand dollars a year, and all I got to do is show up at the FedEx Forum. Man, come on! And people need to be. Penny's going to figure this thing out. 
it's a new generation, like I said. He's working. I mean, Penny does the best he can. But when guys, those, those guys actually quit on Penny yesterday. I don't know what you were. Yesterday was the first time I ever walked out on, on the Colorado kids. You know, they'll take you to the end. I went and cooked my dinner. I quit watching the game. Because these guys are quick, man. But Kenny's going to figure it out, man. Like I said, the NIL is the problem. That's why I need the NIL is where it's at. Right. It's on these coaches. And we appreciate the call, Joe. We appreciate the call. It's on these coaches to adjust. And you you felt like coming into this season and even for the uh, for the good start of this season that Penny Hardaway was doing a good job uh, so far with that and even managing, you know, your way through NIL. We were calling him king of the transfer portal. You're getting guys landed. So uh, from that standpoint, Penny's going to have to adjust one way or the other. We go now to Ed. Ed in Midtown. Ed. Hey. How you doing, man? What's up, Ed? Trying to get through it. Yeah, let me tell you something, man. I disagree with uh, last caller, man. This is all on Penny. This is all. This is all about recruiting guys. That background wasn't what it should be. Uh, you know, I know some things, and I know you know some things about the background of some of these players. And it does, and it ain't good to be honest with you. But I ain't gonna get into that. But this, when you recruit this type of player. You you subject to this kind of situation. But one of the things that jumped off the page to me when he said they were fifteen and two, he had some guys still unhappy. That tells you right there you got a problem. Right. And you had you made a great analogy of, of with the Eagles. The Eagles were winning no game, but they weren't playing well. And even the play, Jalen Hurst say, "Man, I don't know something wrong." You know, and it, and eventually bit them in the butt and they collapsed. Collapsed. And, and this is exactly what's happening here when they were fifteen and two. And Penny got on here and said, man, we got some guys not happy. You know, and now it's been blowed up on them. And I, I, I point to him because you recruited these players. You know their personality. you the one that put them in this situation. You should have had a game plan. If, if it came. One thing I know about Coach, if you got guys that don't want to don't want to do what you need them to do, set them on the bench or let them go and, and move on. It's better to, to, to go down fighting with people that's trying their foot off not, than mean, to go down fighting and watching Dr. Collar say, guys, just flat out and quit on And that's why we saw flat Joe out Cooper out there. Yeah, appreciate the call, brother. Appreciate the call. Got 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 other callers. So want to make sure we get to everybody. Appreciate the call, though. And that's uh, to that point. That's why we saw Joe Cooper uh, out there at the end of the game. Walk on. A guy who could play. But you figure, you know, you got guys that are making, uh, making NIL money. You got Joe Cooper out there. It was obvious. Penny just looking for anybody that's showing some effort. We go now to Chase in South Haven. Chase, we got you. Hey, what's up? What's up, Chase? I'm good. Um, I kind of want to jump on the players and Penny a little bit here. Um, you got the new era of NIL, and I do understand that is causing a problem between a lot of coaches. I think Rick Pitino said yesterday it was the most embarrassing time of his life coaching basketball. Um. We do have one problem. I don't know if you have you ever seen the own three rankings, the NIL rankings. Yeah, the, the valuations like of those guys. And I know David Jones is real high up there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how accurate that is compared to what they're actually getting. Oh yeah, that's that um, that is separate from what they're getting though, bro. Uh, uh, yeah, Chase. It's oh, okay. That's, well, I was I was look, I was looking at the value, I guess, on it. Um, yep. And if you look at that list, the only thing I noticed that stood out there was only six teams. Uh, six teams in all of college basketball that had two-plus players that were making or evaluated as more than $250,000 players. Mm-hmm. 
And one of them had Bronny James at the top. I wouldn't consider that because, you know, he's getting mad because who his dad is. But the other five were Kentucky, UConn, North Carolina, Duke, and Memphis. We were on that list. Out of all those teams, Memphis stands out as the only team that seems to not be able to take players with that value and do something with them. And as you said in the show earlier, you know, Pitty said he needed the money. He got the money. He got the players. He picked it. Look, I, I, I coach. I've coached AAU. I've coached REC. I've coached high school kids. I've coached a lot of kids where a lot of times I pick my own players. We've done tournaments where I call them up, hey, you want to play this weekend? Let's go. One thing I've learned from my early age to now, when I used to do it, I'd be like, man, I want him, I want him, I want him. They're the best I can bring. Right. Now I don't do that anymore. I go for which kid's going to listen to me, which kid's going to – I can't have those two. They're going to fight over the ball the whole time. I need this kid he's going to play defense. He might not score all game long, but I promise you if somebody's giving us problems, I'm going to put him on them, and that's going to end that. We have a problem where Penny went this year and he tried to get stars. It was too many. Yeah, too many and, of and, those guys. And that, that is where I'm going to make an excuse for Penny. And trust me, if you see my online comments, you know I never do. I'm always on him. That's where I will make an excuse for him. This is an experiment. You went with stars. Maybe next year you come back and you realize it ain't about that. You got to get a team. You got to get role players. You got to get your stars. You got to get your bigs. You, you got to get players that can compete together. Yeah. Um, that's one thing I even had to learn as a coach. It ain't all about who you got. I've had teams that we were the most talented team in a tournament and we finished last place because. They wanted to fight. I couldn't coach them. You can't coach players when they're on the court fighting over the ball. I'll say that right now for any coach out there. They will all agree. You can't coach egos. That, Chase, that's something you can't get through to. Chase, I, mean, I, I think you, you – well, not to cut you off there, but we do – we do. We got to – go ahead, go ahead. You had a, la, you had a, la, a final uh, well, point. Well, yeah, like, got last, some others on. The last thing I was going to say, what is on Penny is he has seen this isn't working. I think right now the whole city of Memphis would get behind him and support him a lot more. You come out Wednesday, I'll be at the game like I always am. Start Pierre, start Cooper, start Jones, start Dandridge, start the players that are going to show you what they can do on the court. Jordan and Quinterly need to go. They don't care about anything but themselves. Appreciate but. you, Chase. Appreciate you, Chase. Uh, make some valid points on that. Well, I, I agree with them completely. You swung too far in the other direction on getting too many of those high-dollar NIL guys. Maybe last year. When you had the Elijah McCaddens and Keontes and more guys that fell in behind your two main of Kendrick and DeAndre. Role players. A L- little bit role players, more role players. Guys want to do that as opposed to be the guy coming in here having taken the most shots on their previous team. That that The balance is, is there, is, is closer to last year's team. Maybe you just got a couple of big dogs making most of the NIL. Everybody else understands, hey, we're, we're all behind them rather than the mix we do. We go to now to uh, Jody in East Memphis. Jody, we got you. Hey, what's going on? How y'all doing? What's up, Jody? Uh, Jay-Z got a, a lyric in the song. We went from top ten to not even mention it at all. Mm. And uh, yep. I want to say that that's all on Penny. Real quick, I want to take y'all on a journey. When Penny first started, he had Tyler Harris and Alex Lomelo. Yes. He, he started them over... My guy from uh from Mitchell. I can't think of his name right now. Jeremiah. What's his name? Jeremiah. Jeremiah. He started them over Jeremiah until the end of the year, and then finally they started winning. Every year it's been chemistry because of the players that he wants to play. He doesn't play the players that play the best. 
He plays the players that he wants to play. And then we've always had an issue. We, they had a, a issue with the guy, the skinny dude with the, with the dreads last year. Had a problem with him. We, he bringing in guys that are not buying into the system just because they look good. And that's all I got. Appreciate it. Appreciate you, Jody. Uh, definitely a roster issue. And, uh, yeah, you got to do a better job knowing – how to fit the pieces together. That is uh, that is obvious going into next season. We talk, we go now to Scott. Scott in Birmingham. Scott, we got yeah. you. Hey, thanks, guys. Man, I started calling him a little obsessed with Memphis Tigers. Man, I went to, uh, ooh, what a tough season. Starting out like that, kids bought me tickets to go to the UAB game. And, man, UAB fans were talking trash. Mm. And I will say this. If you're at a game and not on TV but at a game, Man, I could see, like, several at the UAB game, those dudes that quit. Walton, they had quit a long time ago, like at the free throw line, just over. Dandridge was the only one frustrated. And I got to tell you, like, man, I like Penny. It's like Calipari. Calipari had a bad year, you know, lost first round of NIT. He comes back, though he don't do, like, as great as he used to, but he comes back. But, man, Penny, I mean, the I'm just telling you, outside of Memphis, Great guy. Everybody loves him. Dude can't win. Dude's not a good coach. Yeah. Great player, not a good coach. One in high school, yeah, because you got seven-footers against six-foot-three people in high school. And, like, how, now you're playing college, they're going to get killed by Charlotte. Charlotte runs plays. Like, they cut and do back cuts. They're going to get destroyed by yes. Charlotte. That, that's like a guarantee. And I will say this: Charlotte's coach makes four hundred thousand a year. Penny makes two point five million. I don't know what the South Florida coach makes, but it ain't two point five million. Scott, yeah, so, appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you, Scott. I thought the South Florida coach Abdul Rahim doing a hell of a job leading uh, leading them in his first year. They lead the conference, uh, so whatever they're paying him, it's a heck of a deal. Uh, as far as Penny is concerned, what was Tubby making three? Yeah, yeah. Um, Again, I tell you, yeah, if you want to compare him coach for coach and with some other first-year guys that you know, their first contracts are doing, you can say Penny getting paid too much. But I tell you, he's still been a good deal from a financial standpoint from what you're paying him to the pop you got initially, the season tickets. And while that is lulled and threatens to go down even more, yep. you know, he fixed the financial issue. I think you got a pretty good what deal. What do you think of the Charlotte guarantee? Penny, especially with what you pay Josh and Tubby combined. Uh, Charlotte. Well, his thoughts on Charlotte. Charlotte. I mean, all this week is trouble. Charlotte is a real team. Um, they run plays, and it's it's projected a five point Memphis win here at home. But I don't I don't trust anything. And then you got the big one against Florida Atlantic on Sunday. Yeah, I mean this team with the way that those players play, you can lose to anybody right now. That goes without saying. But especially to a team as well coached as uh, as Charlotte. Watch them earlier this year. They should have beaten South Florida. They really should. Let South Florida come back in that game. Uh, we've got a couple more on the line. Uh, before we'll go to another break right now, we'll go to Tim. Tim at Costco? Tim at Costco. Yeah, yeah, yeah shopping for my wife. And uh, I love your show, Jason. Thank you, Tim. Uh, I agree with a lot of what the callers have said. I- I'll say this. I love Penny. I always have. He, My son's had a chance to spend some time with him. He's just a wonderful human being. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know if he's ever going to turn out to be a good coach or not. But we need to save the marriage between Penny and Memphis no matter what because he is Memphis. And my suggestion would be build around David Jones next year. Bring in players that play for passion, 
not so much the money, uh, and let Penny try to learn the hard lessons he's got to learn this year if he's willing to do it, like you just said. Yeah. And uh, I want to give him every chance we can before we pull the plug. Tim, I'm with you. I mean, that's why you're going to give him the shot next year. And and, and you would give any other coach. And if, so, of course, you're going to give uh, Penny Hardaway, program hero, a guy, like we said, that's not looking for his next stop in college coaching to move up the, the career ladder here. You're going to give him that chance. But obviously some adjustments have been made. Tim, appreciate you calling uh, while shopping in Costco. Appreciate that. We'll take a couple more. We go now to Malcolm. Malcolm, we got you on. It's not Malcolm yeah, Dandridge. How, you, how you doing, Jason? What's up, brother? How you brother? doing, Jason? What's going on? Uh... No, nah, this ain't Malcolm Dandridge, but uh, speaking of Malcolm Dandridge, he went. He's one of the only guys on that team that care. But uh, I agree with a lot of what you said with, you know, the down penny not getting them guys in the right situations and all that. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to get your players in the right situation when your point guard in college basketball and Javon Quigley don't give a damn on either end. It, I mean, when, when, it, it, it is. It, I, it must be maddening coaching him, and I guess we should have believed Nate Oates this off season. That's and that's what I was about to get to because myself included, when Penny recruited JQ and he got him to commit, the whole city was excited, no including question. myself. We thought he was going to be a real good player, close to how Kendrick Davis did for us last year, and he's not even in the atmosphere with that. He he should really, honestly, he should start Joe Cooper for the rest of the season. Yeah, I wouldn't be against that. I know John Martin, uh, my partner, suggested that uh, as well on Twitter last night. Appreciate the call, Malcolm. Really appreciate the call and you listening, brother. Uh, we'll take a couple more before we get to the top of the hour. I see uh, one familiar face. We get to him. We got C C in Memphis. C E. Yeah, how you doing? What's up, C E? Uh, I want to say I love the show, man. I listen to you guys on my forty-five minute lunch every day. Appreciate you, brother. Uh, it's not a lot I, I, I can say, but I just, I'm starting to feel like my city just cursed when it comes to sports. Oh man, tell I me mean, about it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.